It's really great to be with y'all tonight. My name is Ethan. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from an addiction to pornography, self-reliance, control, and I'd say this last week, fear. It's really, really great to be with y'all tonight. I've been reflecting over this last week and just been noticing just a reality of us as humans. I know especially for me uh, how quick and fast we can be drawn to stories. Stories are powerful. There's something that invite us in that we love to take a part in. And it's something that is not just uh, something that we look back on as children, but it's something that we want to manufacture for ourselves today. What is a good underdog story, you could say? You can see this in movies and novels, even as just kids, as they play. And uh, you can even see within a good story that kids like, you can see kind of a structure of there may be an evil or some type of problem that is at large. There's a hero that comes in, maybe a mighty hero in some way, and that eventually there is going to be a happy ending. That's kind of a structure that you can see throughout uh, something that maybe you yourself were able to connect with as you played maybe with dolls or played with action figures growing up, creating these different narratives. I know for me, something I love to do is that me and my brothers built and played with Legos. And something that was really fun for us, yes, the building of Legos was great, but something that was even more exciting is that from there we would create these long narratives. And uh, something that we loved uh, were actually Star Wars Legos because we loved being able to make ourselves into Jedis, into the minifigures that come with Lego sets. And something you got to know that was consistent with all of these stories is that I and my brother were always the heroes. We loved the ability to kind of conjure up this reality of like, oh, there's this force within us. We can overcome evil. We can pretty much do whatever we want in these realities. And if that's something that you also have been able to connect with, you look back at your childhood, I would also argue that it doesn't really stop there. That even transitioning into adulthood, we try to manufacture dreams, you could say, or these ideal realities, or at least what we believe to be an ideal reality. And so I pose a question to y'all tonight, is if you look at your life, if you look at your narrative, whatever you want to call it, do you see yourself as the hero of your life? And I'm willing to bet or to guess that if you're here tonight, you could at least have some level of admitting maybe you're not winning life or it's not going how you would have planned it, either because of what some that you have done or something that has been done to you or by someone. And I think an even more important question that comes after that is if we are willing to accept that there's actually not that power within us. Not just to accept it, but to admit it and then lead to a spot of what I think is a good thing to look outside of ourselves and that there's actually good news outside of ourselves. And that good news is under an even bigger umbrella of a storyline, and that is found in Scripture. From the very first verse, it starts off in Genesis 1.1. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And if you fast forward through all 66 books of the Bible, you then land in Revelation 22, where it says, the grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. Amen. So from the very beginning of Scripture to the very end, we see there is one main character. That is God. And in reality, he is the hero. He is the one who conquers death through Jesus Christ, through his life, death, and resurrection. That's not a burden that we have to place on ourselves. That's an incredible thing. That's not, we do not have to conjure up this story 
that we have to overcome life on our own, but it's actually outside of us. And if, as we look in scripture, we see from the very first verse to the very end, it's a redemption story. It's a restoration that God is bringing mankind back into relationship with him. The God who is all good and loving, and knows everything about you. And then we come to find out within this story is that not only are we not the heroes like we like to be, but we're actually the enemies. We're the enemies of this good God because of our sin and our rebellion against him, his character, his nature. We can't even help ourselves out of that. And the good news even outside of that, though, is that it doesn't stop there. God actually invites us in to his story, his ultimate story of redemption. And something we've been studying over the past couple months here at Regen is one of those invitation passages within scripture. That's Ephesians 1, 3 through 14, that y'all have been able to, we've been able to study just over these past two months. And that it's actually a real reality, is that the cross and the resurrection are not some distant theological concept or event in time, but there's something that actually have to do with us because we needed it. And the freedom of Jesus Christ is real for now and forever. He doesn't leave us in our rebellion, but actually makes us who were once his enemies, now his beloved children. He transforms us from the very inside of us to the depths of our being. And because he has invited us in, in the realities that we've been able to study in Ephesians 1 over these last two months, that yes, we are blessed, chosen, adopted, accepted, redeemed, forgiven, heirs, sealed, if you are in Christ. And an even bigger reality is that we were before that enemies of God. To understand the depths of these identities that we have now been given, it helps to understand the story that we are actually in. And it's something that God his loving kindness has invited us into. And if you, if you sit right now and you're sitting in, in here and you're like, that's, that's not me. The incredible thing is I would say, I believe that you are here tonight because God is inviting you in. Yes, you, every single one of you. He knows you intimately and he loves you dearly. And he went to the depths of dying on a cross for you. And that's something that you can accept. If that's something you have questions about, I honestly, I implore you to find one of us with a name tag on tonight. We would love to tell you about what that looks like. To be able to have this new life in Christ. Ask your leaders, ask someone. Don't leave tonight without hearing this good news, which we're about to explore one last time. So friends, I would like to invite us back into Ephesians 1, 3 through 14. And for us to look at the story that God has invited us into the past, the present, and then the future to come in the identity that he has given us. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, 
which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In him, we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. In him, you are also, in him, you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance, until we acquire possession of it, to the praise of his glory. Friends, this is the story that we get to take a part in. We don't have to manufacture it from ourselves. It has been given to us. Let us not forget that. And as we share and hear stories, share our testimonies, hear testimonies, let us reflect that it's actually within a bigger story. The one of Jesus, the Savior of all. The one that came for each and every single one of you. This story teaches us that God is so much bigger than we could ever think. And he is so much more near than we could ever imagine. This gives us hope. This gives us a hope that is worth clinging to because it is not one that we made up on our own, but is one that has been given to us. A hope that meets every single one of y'all in where you're at because God is going to accomplish what he said he will because he is faithful as we were able to sing earlier. So now, friends, I would love to invite my friend Matt as he is going to share the hope that is in him because of God's story at work in his life. Welcome, Matt.